0: Hi, I'm Rachel O'Mara. I'm the host of The Pausecast. Cast. I'm also the author of Pause, Harnessing the Life-Changing Power of Giving Yourself a Break, as well as a private coach for men and women who are struggling with how to get out of overwhelm and reclaim their lives. The Pausecast Cast is dedicated to helping individuals learn the tools and be more self-aware that we can all be more capable of to live our best life, to reach our potential. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a regular, I invite you to download my free gift to you, which is a blueprint called The Three Keys to Stay Out of Overwhelm and Thrive. The blueprint is available at my website, www.rachelomera.com. Hello, we've got Heather Dominic here for the podcast today. Hi Heather.
1: Hi Rachel, how are you?
0: I'm great and I know you're joining us from NYC. NYC in the house. It's always fun to have uh, New Yorkers woman after my own heart here I, as a as a New Yorker. Hello and and thanks for bringing New York to the podcast. Yes,
1: always always happy to bring a little bit of NYC wherever I go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So today We are here to talk about Heather Dominic and all of these incredible tools and courses that she has, where she helps highly sensitive business leaders and entrepreneurs navigate through the world of all of the challenges that come along with business, anyway. But I'm sure there's extra challenges. And we'll talk about what that means to be highly sensitive today. A little bit about Heather is that you are highly sensitive as well. And you came from the high, yeah, you came from the high school drama world, right? And you went to NYU in the, the, uh, you first started that when you started training, you have the winner of the 2015 Best of Manhattan Coaching Award, 2014 Stevie Award for the virtual event. And then this course, which sounds fascinating to me, a course in business miracles, a 21 day discovery series. So all of this is going on. You've been in business for a long time. It sounds like you're a total veteran for for multiple years. So welcome. It's so nice to have you here in our world of the Pawscast. And would you you. like to lead us in your own version of a pause today? Sure,
1: absolutely. So um, what I would invite everyone to do is just take a moment and pause. And place your hand or hands on your heart. Allow your eyes to close. And then together we'll take in a deep breath. So breath in and let it out. And together again, breath in and let it out. And one more time for the power of three, breath in. And let it out. And with your eyes still closed and your hand still on heart, take your other hand and just tap the area in between your pinky and your ring finger. Just tap that that point on your hand three times. And then take that tapping hand and move it up to your third eye, that physical area between your two physical eyes and tap your third eye three times. And then take your tapping hand and move it to the top of your head and tap the top of your head three times. And then take that tapping hand and bring it to your ear and pull on your ear three times. And then bring that tapping hand back to rest over your hand that's already on your heart. And then together again, breath in and let it out. And together again, breath in and let it out. And again, one more time for the power of three, breath in and let it out. Knowing together here, we have just opened up our heart. We've opened up our intuition. We've opened up our connection to the divine, the universe, spirit, source, whatever language speaks to you. And we've also opened up our ability to hear exactly what you're meant to hear and receive from this amazing pause cast today. And then just take a moment and just allow your chin to drop. Slowly allow your eyes to come back on open. Reorient yourself to your physical space and allow your hands to just gently float down from your heart back into your lap, picking out pen or pencil, something to write with, something to write on so that you can capture all of the goodness that's going to come from today's podcast. I'm going to sit here
0: in that juicy container you created for us. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank Love. you.
0: So, so, can you share a little bit more about what it means when we're tapping those different areas?
1: Yes. So, um, when you have your hand on the heart, that alone helps to calm the nervous system. And when you tap the area in between your pinky and then your ring finger that supports that calming of the nervous system, even more so and then by bringing the tapping to the third eye helps open the channel between the head and the heart so that you're able to access both your intellect and your intuition and then as i shared, top of the head to be able to open up that space to kind of like a greater support source and then the ear to be able to physically hear exactly what you're meant to to hear so bringing all of those Elements of learning and those elements of receiving into alignment. Yeah,
0: I felt that. I felt the like the unveiling of that as it went and just rolled with it. So thank you. That was beautiful.
1: Oh, I love that you asked me, and I'm privileged to be able to share it. So thank you so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and so tell us a little bit about your experience being highly sensitive. I think there's for me. I know I always. I'm not quite sure what that means. And then I ask myself, like, am I highly sensitive? So (laughs) I'm wondering, what is that to you? What does it mean to be highly sensitive?
1: Yes, yes. A really important question. So first of all, the term highly sensitive does not come from me. It's not coined by me at all. It comes out of research that primarily began in the mid-1990s. And there was a movement of, of many researchers who were exploring and identifying that there are some of us who are born into the world with a nervous system that's wired to take in stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive. So in short, that's what being highly sensitive is. It's biological. It's it's physiological. And again, your nervous system is taking in stimulation. You can think sights, sounds, smells. You can also think energy, emotions, information, taking in that stimulation to a higher degree than again, someone who's not highly sensitive.
0: Uh, thank you for that explanation. And I, yeah, I know I've I've heard the, the name, but more recently, and since it came out only in the mid nineties, it's really new, it sounds like too. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know from, from my work, that's when emotional intelligence came out. That was like around that exactly. same time. Yes. It's only been around that long too. So, mm-hmm. so now that we know what that means, how do you, how do you, how do you subject, subjectively know? Okay. Well, I think I might be that. Is there like some kind of a test you can do or a, like, just what, what can we do? Cause I think probably many people are curious about that.
1: Yes, for sure. So again, there's uh, many people who have been involved in the research. There's one uh, woman in particular who is most known for her work because she wrote the book Highly Sensitive Person. Her name is Dr. Elaine Aaron, and Dr. Aaron created an assessment, and you can take that assessment and help. And that assessment will help you to know if you are highly sensitive or not. Where my work comes in is that I work with people who are highly sensitive, who are called to be self-employed and or use their sensitivity to serve in positions of leadership. And so I've worked off of Dr. Aaron's assessment and created an additional assessment for that particular category of highly sensitives, if you will.
0: Wow. And so knowing you serve leaders, what does that mean to be a highly sensitive leader these days? Like, what, is, that a, is that a benefit or what, what does that really mean in, in that world of entrepreneurship and just trying to, to lead in business?
1: Yes, for sure. So first of all, as a person who's highly sensitive, most of us were, first of all, unaware that we were highly sensitive. Again, if we specifically acknowledge that the work really came out of the the 1990s uh, timing and not knowing that you're highly sensitive can really set you up to operate from what I refer to as your highly sensitive shadows. And then your experiences that highly sensitive aspect or that nature is working against you. When we enter into highly sensitive leadership training, it's really about and for those people who are highly sensitive, who really feel a call to use their sensitivities in service to others. And in order to do that, there is a retraining process that you need to go through, where you learn how to shift from that shadow behavior into what I refer to as your highly sensitive strengths. From that place of strength, that positions you to be not only a very unique leader, but an very effective leader. And if you are called to being self-employed, you do need a level of leadership, even if that's just leadership of yourself as a solopreneur, uh, to be able to manage all of the challenges that come with being self-employed. Yet there's also uh, absolutely so many ways that those of us who are highly sensitive can use our unique set of strengths in service to leadership, whether that's even with our family, um, whether that is then also with teams or within organizations, um, or you know all the ways, uh, various ways that highly sensitives are called to again be able to use our our nature in service to others.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that in terms of what are those strengths, and then an example. Do you have maybe what is what are those strengths that you consider? the, the HSPs, you call them HSPs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I know, but I know Dr. Aaron does. I I've mean, heard I, that before and, yes. and um, yeah. Yes. So I'm like, Oh, I know what that is.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I do use it, but again, just not coined by me. I really prefer more to HSEs because those are the people that I serve, the highly sensitive. Yeah. Counselors. Yes. But the top strengths. so I've identified uh, 12 top strengths, and I'll speak just to three for time's sake. Um, so definitely intuition is one of our top highly sensitive strengths. Empathy is also a top highly sensitive strength, and also the strength of deep listening. And so I'm sure even as you know, you're know, you just hearing those strengths, you can start to see like, wow, yes, if I really learned how to intentionally use my intuition, use empathy, use deep listening, those would all be really valuable and really support me as an entrepreneur, as a leader.
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So you said intuition, empathy, deep listening. Was there another yes. one?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. There's definitely more. So well, uh, we
0: said. So there's a
1: yeah. lot. Of, you know. Yes. So those are top three, and I can name more if that's yeah.
0: helpful. <laughs> well, that's that's so interesting. And I, when what comes to mind when I hear those are are like all of the qualities that make leaders successful now in our world of that's of, right of EQ and and embodied leadership and just yes. knowing how to lead in our day and age. Yes. So that's exciting to me. Hopefully we'll just all be able to harness these skills. Now, uh, uh, one of the things I'm thinking about too, is if like, let's say we're not an HSP, but we wanna develop those skills. Does it like, does it make any difference if we're not a highly sensitive person?
1: Yes, it's a great question. So of course we all hold these strengths within us it's for those of us who are highly sensitive, it just goes back to that wiring of the nervous system. So anyone can be intuitive. For those of us who are highly sensitive, we have a greater tendency to, towards intuition simply because, again, the nervous system is taking in that, that information, if you will, Right at a much higher degree. So that intuition tends to be more accessible for those of us who are highly sensitive, but intuition is available to anyone. Absolutely.
0: And, and I'm yeah. guessing you can always build these skills. And I know that, like, you know, the more for sure. be
1: aware of that. For sure. That. Yes. Yeah. And even for those of us who are highly sensitive, there again is often the need for a retraining process because most of us were not taught how to access or use our intuition. So that's actually a big part of my work is again, really the teaching of not only what these strengths are, but how to access them and then how to really, I love the word that you used earlier, harness them, right. And then be able to intentionally use them and almost like tools that you can pick up. Uh, versus feeling like your nervous system is out of control, which is often the experience for those of us who are highly sensitive who haven't experienced any training.
0: Yeah, well, that th- that brings me to this thought around our epidemic of burnout and overwhelm right now, where I think many individuals in the in the not just the business world, like pretty much everywhere, are experiencing right. overwhelm and. And so do highly sensitive people, are there, is there a, a more of a tendency to be an overwhelm or what are the things that can be, uh, we can be aware of if we're, if we're in that category of high, highly sensitive people, how do we manage the overwhelm? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, for sure. So overwhelm is absolutely one of the top 12 highly sensitive shadows for sure. And what I like to say when it comes to overwhelm, for those of us who are highly sensitive, is that the overwhelm actually goes beyond the way that the media speaks of overwhelm. So overwhelm as in not just the ever never-ending to-do list, we all have that, right? But for those of us who are highly sensitive, the experience of overwhelm is literally a physiological flooding of the nervous system. So it's not just, oh, I have so much to do and I can't get to all of it, or I have so much to do and I don't know where to start. When a person who's highly sensitive is overwhelmed, it's literally the nervous system is overstimulated. It's over flooded and access to what you would consider like just day-to-day neural Pathway processing becomes almost impossible. It's as if your system almost shuts down. You have maybe a hard time thinking or a hard time focusing, um, or just even being able to have a sense of feeling. A lot of my clients and community members, you know, talk about feelings of disconnection or disassociating, right? So there is another layer to the overwhelm for those of us who are highly sensitive which is really valuable to understand because otherwise we can read all those articles, right? And and we can then wonder like, ah, why aren't these strategies doing anything? Why don't they seem to help me? There must be something wrong with me. And that again is also part of the retraining to shift out of the limiting belief that there's something wrong with you because you're highly sensitive and instead learn how to work with your nervous system Proactively to support yourself in that reduction of true physical overwhelm, so that you can be available to access those strengths, be available to be of service, be available to lead.
0: Yeah, and what I want—I'm wondering—do you have anything that we can just learn about today? That's that's a tool or just something like if you are feeling that overstimulation or you don't want that to happen but you know that maybe you've got something coming up that could likely stimulate you, what do you suggest? Or do you have a go-to for yeah, yourself? Yeah,
1: for sure. Well, even that pause that we just experienced together at the beginning of the pause cast, um, which I love that name, by the way, I feel like I could just say it over I and over.
0: love that you can say it. <laughs> it's a lot of um, fun to say and everyone thinks it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> um,
1: if you find yourself literally experiencing that that physical or physiological overwhelm, again, just having your hand on your heart will help calm the nervous system. Add that tapping, that will also help calm the nervous system. And hand on heart, in my opinion, is something you can kind of do in public, right? I mean, that's not too crazy or weird. The intent overall is that when you are in highly sensitive leadership training, you are setting yourself up to experience those moments of physical overwhelm less and less. You begin to develop what I refer to as core. Or practices to support yourself with being proactive, as you just so beautifully said, recognizing what could possibly create that overwhelm, right? So it might be making a giving a presentation or you know, entering into a selling conversation, or who knows, even traveling or gosh, going to see family. That could do it probably mm-hmm. for almost anyone, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um And so that's where I teach what I refer to as energy management and specific energy management tools that you use ahead of time and the way that I teach energy management typically has to do with pen and paper. Bringing in the kinesiology aspect where you're able to, uh, for lack of a better way, it's like set your intent. Or be able to address and acknowledge what might potentially come in and take you out and have you in that overwhelm. And that is a really valuable core practice, especially when you do put that pen to paper, because I also like to emphasize then you're able to literally look back and track your progression and be able to see how, oh, something that used to really send me into that space of worry or overwhelm now has less of an impact on me 30, 60, 90 days etc later. so that can be really helpful as well.
0: it's incredible to just be able to know the progress or what's been different and
1: right and there's
0: so much stimuli in the working world like in this, as a business leader I'm sure there's no shortage of things you could be different you could be tracking or knowing how things are different over time.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I'm curious too because I know because the science is new, and because this hasn't been around that long. And and I know I haven't met, I I don't know of a lot of other leaders who are are helping people in this category of highly sensitive people. Are do you? Are there other people? Is this like a? Are there more people that help with this? I know you've been in business for a while, so you probably know everyone who's helping people in in H, in the HSP world, HSE world. But I'm just curious, like. It's so exciting that
1: this is a service that's available. I can definitely tell you this. So, I've been in business since 2003. I shifted my focus to serving and mentoring other highly sensitive entrepreneurs around 2010. And at that time, when I was considering making that focus shift, I had many different business coaches who said to me, do not do that. Do not use the word highly sensitive or Uh highly sensitive in your marketing. Um, And we can all, you know, we can all understand that reasoning and especially, you know, more than 10 years ago, but I just knew this was the work that I was meant to do from my own personal experience. And since then, literally at that time, no one was using these words. And now it's like, they're so, the field is just so full of, of others. Uh, personally, from my experience, there isn't anyone who has actually created the depths of curriculum um, that I have and the program support specifically for highly sensitive entrepreneurs and those who feel called to lead um and you know and I, i've just been at this a long time so that's part yeah. of
0: it well you're doing incredible work and the irony is probably as someone who is in tune with your intuition as a highly sensitive individual you're like i gotta do this
1: <laughs> it, you know, that's then, really you know, what it like, was no, but
0: then your nervous system gets overstimulated you're like wait yes Yes.
1: Yes. And that is really the, that's really the description for so many highly sensitives who are a call to, to work in this way, um, I always say it is a calling, otherwise, as a person who is highly sensitive, why in the world would you choose to be self-employed? You know, it's like setting yourself up for torture. Um, yeah. but it is, it's, it's a calling, you know, that you have something of value that's really going to make a difference for other people. And you also recognize like, oh, wow, I've got to set things up so that I'm well taken care of myself. So so I can continue to do this work. and that's that's really everything you know again, that we teach in the leadership training programs. what
0: i'm what I'm hearing is to use your gifts and to then know how to yes. set yourself up with proper support, knowing about these twelve strengths, allowing yourself to tend to your own overwhelm, pausing and intentional, intentional shifts in behavior yes. so important. I have one more question for you, and then we'll talk about what your uh, where we can find you and and your free gift what is the secret to being a highly sensitive leader like what 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 do you think that if you could put your finger on it what is it what's the yes, secret
1: of that question i would say the secret is really owning and claiming your highly sensitive strengths and that those strengths are of value regardless of the fact that it has you looking different as a leader than perhaps the stereotype of what a leader is meant to be.
0: Yeah, so owning who you are. Absolutely. Leading Unapologetically, with that. Beautiful. yes. Beautiful, yeah, yeah. And maybe there'll be more leaders out there who are gonna declare their own highly sensitivity to be models for the rest of
1: us. That's my intent, for sure, because I, I as as they do, it it is it is my strong belief that it's really going to to provide us with the healing and the direction that our our world needs to be moving in as part of these times.
0: Are there any? Do you know of any who've actually just stepped out, whether they're CEOs or just people in the media or anything. I'm curious if there's been anyone who- well Alanis
1: Morissette um she came out as highly sensitive as as part of a documentary um that she did with Dr. Aaron. and uh, she's you know, she's far from Love the Alanis. only um you know, public image person. I have a sense, but there there hasn't been that claiming, but who knows? I Alanis
0: at the helm, there, there there will be more
1: others will follow.
0: I love yeah. Well, said. Yeah. She's one of them.
1: <laughs>
0: so where can we find more info about you? I know you've got your website, businessmiracles.com, which is a great name, by the way. And you've also Thank got a course that's also called the same thing.
1: Yes. Tell
0: us about what yes, we so
1: business. Yeah. Businessmiracles.com. Uh, you'll find, uh, a starter kit there for you that serves and supports you from learning how coping keeps you captive and all other kinds of you know hopefully uh, helpful tips and and resources that will support you as well so businessmiracles.com it's all there
0: great businessmiracles.com how coping keeps you captive and then i'll put that link in the show notes so everyone can also click on that and and get it okay and Thank you so much for being here today. It was a pleasure to learn about you more. And I'm so excited about your work here in the world. It's so needed. Thank you for everything you're doing and helping people be more in service to their doing and learning about what it takes to really succeed as a leader Mm. and as a highly sensitive
1: person. Yes, Thank thank you so much. I so appreciate your work as well. And just that we had the opportunity to connect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Heather. Thanks for listening today to the pause cast. If you haven't already, please subscribe so that you don't miss a show. And if you haven't already, please rate us, leave your review. We would love to hear from you and help us get the word out. If you know of anyone who you think might benefit from the tools or discussions that you've found helpful, then invite them to join us. Share the PauseCast with those who you think might find this useful to become more self-aware. Remember, sharing is caring. I'll see you next time on the PauseCast.